When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, Rana here, letting you know that the day has come. This Friday on Patreon, it's the first meeting of the Carriage House Book Club. With our first selection, 99 Glimpses of Princess Margaret by Craig Brown. We can't wait to discuss. Send us your questions, send us your comments, either through Patreon or at askrana at gmail.com. And of course, the Quarantine International Film Festival, hashtag quiff continues with Brian's selection for this week, Diane, starring Mary Kay Place. Very interested to see what that's all about. We also wanted to let everyone know that for the next month, we will be donating $1 from every Patreon membership to Meals on Wheels America. We've got to remember our most vulnerable here. Patreon.com slash AskRana. doing? I'm good. I have to say, I'm staying on top of my health. I'm washing my hands. I'm doing everything correctly. You're staying in the carriage house. I know. It's a big deal. It's I a mean, big deal. And ever- you could barely get in here before, and now you're staying here? And have you, have you noticed that no one has been coming and going from here? That's how you know it's a pandemic. What do you mean? That, I, that you let me stay? That I have relaxed my regulations to the degree that you are living in the carriage That's house. true, except when I got here, there were boxes and boxes of Amazon basic sheets and towels. And I mean, you're not even letting me sleep on the sheets here. Well, I'm throwing them out every week. Did you know that? What? <laughs> yeah. You've been throwing them out every well, week? Well, yeah, Vina, thank God, I've got her on an immune booster. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and I've got IVs coming every week to make sure that she stays on top of it. Because what I can't have is Yadvina lose her, you lose the world. No, no. <laughs> if I lose Yadvina, I lose the whole system. I haven't worn a rubber glove to clean in I don't know how many years. I can't. Yeah, and I don't want to get back into that. I told you I sometimes wear dishwashing gloves on the plane. Was that part of your routine? Yeah. Why not just get regular? I will say a lot of people have been doing gloves, which yeah, I appreciate. I do too. Yeah. Do you think isotoners is going to make a big comeback? <laughs> I do think gloves, I mean, probably they, they reached their height during the Spanish flu epidemic of 1918, 19. True. But uh, no, yeah, I think gloves are going to be a big fashion staple. Though to me, I never understand that because sure, you can take off the glove, but the glove's dirty. Exactly. Yeah. You have to like turn them inside out, throw them away, then wash your hands. Yeah. You got to, wa- I mean, the best thing you can do is wash your hands mm-hmm. as discussed. But I wanted to let you know that I heard back from the JCC. Oh my God, you're kidding. You, you're, uh, your case has been adjudicated. I don't know what that means. A-J-U-D, not A-J-E-W. Okay. Adjudicated, as in the judicial system, not the Jewish not system. Not the J-E-W judicial system. Yeah, not exactly. Okay. Though it's a little bit of both. Rana, yeah. please don't leave me on pins and needles here. Well, the good news is yeah. they, found yes. it, they found in your favor and not in Shelley Feinberg's. <sighs> this is, a, I feel like O.J., the bad news is 
that the Santa is closed until further notice because of the corona epidemic. Oh my God. This is... So I guess there's only one gym for me to use after all. There is. Rana, here's what I can tell you. Yeah. I brought some Clorox wipes with me. Uh-huh. I have some uh, tissue, some total care tissues from, yeah. from CVS. Yeah. I'm willing to wrap myself in cellophane, but I'll be on that bike. And I appreciate your consideration. Yeah. So we'll have to set you up with the Peloton profile now. God. I'm telling you. There's, this is mostly a very upsetting time in this country. It's a wonderful time in the carriage house. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't mind if you use the infrared sauna every day. You can schwitz first if you want, but you've got to go in the sauna afterwards because it'll kill any bacteria. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I keep it at about 118 degrees. So. Okay. Well, how long do I have to yeah. be in there? You know, 20 minutes. Can you do 20? As long I mean, as you I don't can know. Do. do you know that scene where what, Michael Douglas is in this? Uh, Kathleen Turner locks him in the sauna and more of the roses and he almost dies. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to lock you in okay. the sauna, but you could put your clothes. When you first get come back to the house, you could put your clothes in there for 20 minutes. Okay. Or you could put any of your items in there for Are a few minutes. Are you doing that? Well, no, I'm not worried about me. Okay. I'm only, I'm, I'm self-isolating in my own home. So well, can I it's tell just you- Yadvina I'm worried about, but I'm making her put her clothes in when she comes. Yadvina, what is she wearing around Yadvina the house? Yadvina arrives. She goes straight to the carriage house. She goes into the sauna for and just 10 a bra minutes and underwear? in her clothes. Oh. Then she has clothes that she changes into for my house. I see. Yeah. You've really figured this all out. I'll tell you who really isn't a panicker is the lobster man. He didn't know to wash your hands for 20 seconds. He didn't even know to wash your hands with soap, to be honest with you. Sometimes he just sticks them in the water, like in the ocean, off the boat, <laughs> but and just waves them around. And hopes the salt. The saline, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But... We did a whole thing. We did uh, Happy Birthday to You. You can also do the rap from The Wizard of Oz. That is the same amount of time. What's the rap from The Wizard of the Oz? The house began to pitch. The kitchen took a switch. It landed on the Wicked Witch in the middle of a ditch, which was not a healthy situation for The Wicked Witch. You can do that. I didn't know that was a rap, but I guess it sort of is. The precursor. Spoken word. Someone should tell the Sugar Hill Gang. They were the first rappers. Correct. Yeah, so... Now they know that the Wizard of Oz was before them. And he's not taking as many showers, but he did on the house. I would have thought he was a lava soap guy. Do you know what lava soap no. is? No. It's for workmen. Oh. They use lava. Like lye? No, lava. I know, but is it like lye? Oh, is it, I don't know if it's yeah. made of lye. Does it burn you? Uh, but it's only doctors and where doctors you have their soap. Like pre-surgery. And then, and then workmen have lava soap. That's how they get all the paint and everything off their hands. Are you saying yeah. larva? Lava like a volcano. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. that sounds like it would hurt. Rana, we have got some incredible updates today. Yeah. And I just, but I do want to make sure that I, uh, listeners understand we're not panicking. No, we're taking it seriously, but we're not panicking. And if you're looking for something to do. I mean, really. Lock yourself Come up. Come right over here to the carriage house. No. Patreon.com. Oh, okay. Slash Ask Rana. That's right. We're in the carriage house. Yep. We're seeing to your needs. We hope you, you've got nothing nothing but time. You can go to the link right off of our Patreon page or off of our Instagram page and buy the book because we'll be talking about it next week. And if you see me on Grindr, you'll uh, read the full profile because it says before we meet, you have to douse yourself, spray yourself down. From the gold can of Lysol. No, is that what the lobsterman's been doing? Yeah, he doesn't like showers. He doesn't shower, so he sprays himself in Lysol? Yeah. Do they have sores all over his skin from that? It's burning a little. It's burning a little. But he doesn't like showers. He thinks they're wasteful. I I think he thinks they're boring. Showers are boring. I think that's what he thinks. (laughs) It is funny. They are boring. If you you don't have the right attitude, a shower could seem boring. It's the I could wake up three hours before an appointment and be all set. And about five minutes before the appointment being like, I guess I have to get in the shower now. Yeah. I hate it. 
But you love to bar- to I bathe. Love a bath, Rana. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Okay, let's read some updates. This one's a good update. <clears throat> well, we have, who should we start with? Okay. Oh, I was going to, okay, well, you decide. We've got Francis the Badger who wrote to us. We've got Kick Out of Legs who wrote to us. I mean, Legs, this is the one I'm Legs Pantyhose. For. Yeah. We've got, uh, you'll remember way back, Achi about the sheets wrote to us. Oh, yes. To know about the sheets. Yep. We've got all kinds of updates today. Oh, but the one we have to do first because this guy deserves a correction. So remember vaginas? Yes, of course. <laughs> so you said vaginas when you were reading the reviews. You said we had somebody, one from somebody named vaginas. It looked. And I couldn't believe we had a fan named vaginas. Well, I don't know if this is real name, but or that was Baginas. the screen name. Okay. I'm dying laughing, he says. Oh. My lovely grandmother nicknamed me BJ. Vaginas? Okay. BJ, Robert, uh, quote, Bobby James. Okay. As he, at a young age. The A is my last name. I lived in Arizona when I created the profile. I mean, that confirms that BJs were not around in the 40s. BJ in AZ was the name. Not vaginas. BJ in AZ. Still <sighs> laughing. Kiss, kiss, Robert. <laughs> to me, it looked like vaginas. Is that hysterical? Well... I should have parsed it out better. I didn't know. All right. Here we go. This is the update everyone's been waiting for. Is this pantyhose? Pantyhose. Okay. Sheer energy? Uh, It absolutely is. And Liz, as you recall, won the dash egg. The egg egg cooker because of the L apostrophe eggs. Rana, she said, this is so exciting. I can't wait to make myself perfect, semi-soft, hard-boiled eggs. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Rana had a couple of questions about my career and my record. I'm a criminal defense attorney in Baltimore County. Okay. Since I graduated from defending misdemeanors to defending felonies in 2015, I have had 15 jury trials. Most cases plead out and get dismissed before we get to the jury. Of those 15 trials, I've had seven acquittals, seven guilty verdicts, and one hung jury. The state later dismissed that hung jury case, so that one should be added to the win column. Okay. One of my seven guilty verdicts was reversed on appeal. I always make a record for appeal. I think these pantyhose are giving her confidence. So we can move that one into the win column as well. This spring slash summer 2020, I have my first two murder cases scheduled for trial, and both of my clients are completely innocent and falsely accused. So I'm working hard and hoping for acquittals. May these eggs fuel me through the long days and nights of trial preparation. Attached is a photo of me in my office. The purple polyester Tahari skirt suit is currently at the dry cleaners in preparation for a trial. I'm starting later this month. You can, I love her. You can see in this photo, I have a major run in my hose that requires lots of clear nail polish. And eventually I had to break into a replacement pair. Be careful zooming in. My skirt must have gotten hiked up during the photo shoot, and the exposure level is getting close to becoming a Shelley Feinberg situation. She's an exhibitionist. Sorry about that. Ah, uh, sure yes, you she are. Is. <laughs> Love your show, Liz. P.S. Rana's clairvoyance is on point. point. I totally identify as an eccentric footsie babe, and I can't wait to discuss <laughs> feeling old for young with my therapist. I cannot believe you nailed that. In no world did I think that that was a fetish of hers. There you go. Wow. And by the way, I saw that picture. She looks great. She's adorable. She really does. And she has one of those, uh, what is it, Magritte Duchamp, the phone. Oh, I don't know. The lobster phone. Or is that Dali, actually? 
Oh, I don't the know. The phone that has a lobster on the as the phone. I've never seen such a phone. You sure you have? It's a pizza vat. I think it's well. Then why does she have it? Because she, she doesn't have the real one. She's oh, got oh, a, oh, oh. She got it at the museum. Oh, I see. Gift shop. She stole it. Yeah. Oh, the gift shop. Okay. No, I don't know such a phone. Let's do another update. Okay. So this is an update. This is sort of a somebody wrote to us about one of our letters. Remember Fiona? Yes. With the transgendered. She's the transgender girl with the mother who. Who chose her name and her mother didn't like the, the, mother name, didn't like the name. And her mother was struggling with that. And someone by the name of Spence wrote to us. He said, my husband and I absolutely adore the both of you and your sensational podcast. Thank you so much for bringing much needed hot humor and smats to the podcast universe. We don't care what you say. To the contrary, we think you are experts in the field of life. Okay. And so Spence was listening, and he made an excellent point, I thought, something he felt that we had overlooked, which is that he felt he thought all of our answers were spot on, but he felt that we needed to take a pause for the mother and understand that she needed a little bit of space to grieve. Oh. That she had... Lo- that That... She had lost her son, even though she has gained this wonderful daughter, she has lost her son. Got it. And I thought that actually was an, a wonderful point. That's true. Which is that she she doesn't have to feel guilty, just because it's not what her daughter wants. Right. She doesn't have to feel guilty about having her own feelings about it. Right. As long as she sort of does that privately. Ronna, yes, do you know that course. we got a review from Fiona's mother? We did. Yeah, I just saw it. Oh, come on. From Mama Fiona, this is Fiona's mom. Thank you so much, and I 100% agree with your advice. Thank you for the gift, and when it arrives, I will give it to Fiona as a gift from my friend Rana, my friends Rana, Brian, and Carl, who think she is just fabulous as she is. You're right. Fiona isn't too shabby of a name, and I will use it as long as she wants me to. I will try to remember Fiona Hill instead of Shrek's wife when I say it. This is a great podcast. Keep it coming. Well, I love that, but I don't want her to give the gift. Well, there's two wax tablets in the gift. So she should keep one and her daughter can keep one. Yeah, that's right. But I mean, you're we, right. But we don't give gifts to people to give to people. No, you t- you corrected me on that a while ago. Whenever I say share it, you say, why can't you just take something because nice for yourself? your struggle deserves to be acknowledged as well. Couldn't agree more. She's doing everything all day to make Fiona feel comfortable and welcome, which is wonderful. Yep. She deserves something for her. Yep. And I just thought that that, I thought that was an excellent point that he made. That totally. Not that we were, you know, that we hadn't considered that, but- that of course the mother, the mother deserves the space to have her private feelings about it. Absolutely, and it doesn't have to only be. She exists outside of the family as yeah, well. You're not a villain because you're struggling with something like that. No, you're a, you're a hero because you're struggling with it, not being an asshole. Exactly. Yeah. Terrific. Should we do some more reviews? Let's do it. Okay. Okay. This is from Jesse Fitz. Excuse me. Fabulous. I can I cannot state enough how much I adore this duo and their podcast. I've been a huge fan of Rana ever since I saw her live in Chicago on the Throwing Shade Live Tour. Oh, we had fun, didn't we? And this Chicago. So fun. Yeah. And the Safi Glickman combo is one that I didn't realize how much I needed until their sage words wafted through my earbuds. I absolutely adore the joy, candor, and authenticity they bring to each interaction and advice question. Rana makes me feel like with even just a little effort, this trash-loving theater kid weirdo has the potential to be the classy, sophisticated version of myself that I always dreamed of. And each week, each week, I eagerly await their hot takes of every situation, gleefully punctuated with Brian's bird on the shoulder, Looney Tunes-esque hyperbole advice suggestions. Thank you both for the wit, warmth, and genuine wisdom you bring to the world. Kiss, kiss. Can birds get corona? No. Who's watching the bird? Well, you're here. 
Well, okay. <laughs> the bird's imaginary. The but bird is not imaginary. No, the bird is not imaginary. <laughs> I take it. There is, there is a bird. There is one dog at a shelter who loves this bird, and the dog's going through a hard time. You're out of your mind. <laughs> so, thank you. Okay, okay. This is no uh, birds allowed in the carriage house. I know that. I, Did a, you bring any of your astronaut food with you? I do. I have a one week supply. I brought a one week supply, yeah. and I have a couple more weeks supplies at home. But I do. So if you ever need anything to inflate food wise, yeah, I'm here for you. Though I did stock you. Let make you in the there in is the can. There's, so much Perrier in here. This Perrier. This Thank you. Cans Ron. of tuna fish. It's wonderful. There's Lipton. By the way, tuna fish and olive oil, which is the way to go. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. I'm not. You know, I went to the Italian. Gro- Everyone was going to the regular grocery stores. I went to the Italian. You went grocery. to the market. Yeah, I went to the market. That's exactly. great. Dr. Claire says, come for the tops, stay for the advice. I don't know what that means. My fabulous wardrobe. Oh, your wardrobe. Yeah. Unless you're a top and you haven't told me. I am a top. (laughs) Proud Carriage House All Access member here, simply doing my duty and rating and reviewing. Five stars, of course. The highlight of my week is hearing that iconic intro music after hearing the iconic chiming of my egg cooker. As a psychotherapist, I earn my living listening to complex problems and often giving advice. I tend to cringe at most advice podcasts, fearing the advice will be unhelpful at best and harmful at worst. I'm delighted to say that the thoughtful and compassionate advice of Rana and Brian is so often right on the money. Thanks for all you do. Kiss, kiss. Look at that psychotherapist approved. I think I mean, we don't know if we approve of that psychotherapist. I know. But they approve of us, and that's all that matters. In any event, five stars only. My husband introduced me to Rana and Brian during our long drive home from a Florida vacation and what a gem this podcast is. They have the unique ability to deliver sage advice while maintaining their humor. It's incredibly entertaining, leaving me wishing for more episodes. Of course we've become patrons, because how could we possibly miss any of the discussions at the Carriage House? Excuse me. Keep up the great work. Kiss, kiss. Patreon.com slash askrana. It's there for you. $5 a month. Here's another one I love. Do it. Much love, Rana and Brian. This podcast gives me so much love and so much life. I love their relationship. And this is from the Travar, excuse me. I love their relationship and recommend this podcast highly. My favorite part is when Brian chooses the questions and has Rana read them. She gets so caught off guard, but is always able to laugh. About By the it way, have the I got a doozy day. for Rana to read today? Love what Brian brings out in my favorite gal, Rana. Can I? T- oh, was that it? Yeah. I have. I have a song that someone wrote as a a review. Okay. We've been very musical lately. On Uh, Patreon, we've been very musical. Now, I don't know if they're using this word right. You'll know. All the things you do to me and everything you said. I just can't get Gnug. I just Just can't can't get get Gnug. We slip and slide as we fall (laughs) in love. and No, we slip and slide as we fall in love. And I just can't seem to get Gnug of this podcast. (laughs) That's fabulous. Very cute. I like the regular song, too. I do, too. I love that song. Look at you. Um, wave. All right. (laughs) Askrana.com slash Patreon. Just kidding. Patreon.com slash Askrana. And don't and we want to remind people about our book club, which we're doing because now's a great time to read a book. Now is the and by the way, to read a light hearted book that also has some historical weight to it. Ninety nine glimpses of Princess Margaret. It's unlike any bi- biography you'll ever by read. Craig Brown. Yes. It's so wild and charming and funny and a little bit melancholy, but and, it's worth it. And I've noticed when I go to Amazon through the link that it offers me $5 off on Kindle. I don't read on Kindle, but it keeps offering it to me. So maybe other people will get that too. Well, there you go. Okay. All right, Rana. Should we get to our guest? Let's do it. It's a fabulous one. It's a good one. 
Brian. Rana, when it comes to taste levels and what we listen to and what we appreciate, yeah. we are the standard bearers. Okay. Well, you are. No, we. We, we could say we. In fact, we like this person so much, we had her on our she own show. She has been one of our first guests, one of our inaugural guests, because she's a doll. If she's not your best friend now, she's about to be your new best friend. Allison Rosen is, or will be, your new best friend. She is hosting Allison Rosen is your new best friend is an award-winning podcast. That's impressive. Well, she's an award-winning interview. She's an amazing. She gets you to she say d- things that you don't expect to say. You can't believe you say that. I mean, she but that's cuz she comes from a journalism background. Yeah, exactly. And she real it's it is incredible what she gets out of people. Yep, it's a bi podcast, which <laughs> means it one it's two episodes a week. <laughs> One I was comes hoping out, you were going to get that right. <laughs> one comes out. Mondays are a one-on-one episode. Thursdays are a roundtable featuring a cool group of friends. They're all hysterical. So Mondays and Thursdays, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Everywhere podcasts are available. Kiss, kiss. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. If you're that sort of person, I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Brian. Rana, this guy Wait that a we have today has a... St- you could just say a word, he'll have a story for it. You know, that is so true. He's a yeah. rock contour. That is exactly Absolutely. right. Absolutely, He is a good old Southern rock on tour. Completely. Yeah. He's not only a brilliant actor and comedian and everything Wait else. Wait a minute. He is like a true man about town. Do you know that I time my visits to Los Angeles now so that I can see Golden Girls? I've seen it four He's times. Sophia in that Golden Girls four live. Four times. I can see. I can't even picture you at that venue, are Rana. You, are you kidding? Come on. You know I'm high-low. I like I, I like the high life. I like the low life. And the show itself is high low. It's in a low venue, and it's a high quality production. Rana, do you know that I spent every New Year's Eve with this person? Are you this is part of your Palm Springs game. Part of my Palm Springs is that game. Right? We have the best the PS time. crew. We watch the worst movies, and we just laugh and laugh and laugh. I wish I would. I would like to be invited. Except you're welcome to come. Also, I probably wouldn't. You would absolutely come. hate it to be yeah. honest with you. No, but I love. I always like your cute videos that you post from the grocery yes. store. Yes, every year and we it do. It seems like you're having a blast. We're having a blast. This guy is the ultimate. So now I, we have to say, who is with us today? Friend of the show. Someone whose name is really this and didn't change it. This is his name. There wasn't another one in Hollywood, so he got to keep it for some reason. Correct. Sam Pancake. Pancake. You both are too kind to me. Thank you. Is it Samuel Pancake? Joseph Samuel Pancake the (laughs) third. There we oh, go. The third. Yeah. Is there a four? Did anyone in the family have a, a? My father used to say to me, well into my thirties, possibly forties, um, just never acknowledging remotely that I was gay. He kept say, we keep saying like, when are you going to have another little Joseph Samuel the third or fourth or whatever you are? <laughs> not only <laughs> did my father not really know my name, I'm literally named for him. Yeah, he, has, he, he still, had the same name. Would, would they call you Joseph or Joe? Or did, was it always Sam? Always Sam because Daddy was Joe. 
Got it. He was Joseph Samuel oh, that's Pancake. That's very Southern Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. Joseph Samuel yeah. Pancake. The Tennessee second. Williams just entered the room. The did, you call, did you call the mo- ghost of Tennessee Williams? Leave. Did you call your mom mother? <laughs> no, mama. Mama. Oh, okay. But we of said grandmother, not grandma or me. My mom would say grandmother, but also said mother and daddy. That's my mother calls her my mother and calls her parents mother and daddy. Yeah. And so do all her siblings. <laughs> but my daddy was my daddy was Joseph Samuel Pancake the second, not Junior, because he was named after his grandfather. Okay. And ideally, once the... Oh, so the, it skipped a generation when it yeah, came to him. skipped a couple. And you were visiting your mother and then just what? Yes. Drove up? Yeah, I did. I jumped in a... So you're the kind of guy that would go... Jumped in an Uber from West Virginia? I didn't go that far. It's a rental. <laughs> Dulles. I fly into Dulles. Yeah. I drove up. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. yeah. Did they screen you? Uh, they did the... T- they... Well... Actually, they screened me more at a massage place I was at the other day than they did Excuse at the airport. Me. What happened? The woman pointed. Uh, it's a One place of those I go to a lot. It's an yeah. Asian place. I trust them. An Asian place. Do you mean a Thai massage place? Well, they, well, I said Asian because it says Thai massage, but I know from their conversations, especially recently, they're Chinese Americans. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. And the lady pointed a gun and she was like, "Temperature." And I was like, "What?" And she said, "Temperature." And this was like about really? two weeks ago. Beep on the forehead. Where do I get one of those? It, it was. I should be screening Brian every time he comes into the carriage house. I'm here to stay, Ronna. Well, you know, Except that's... I put him in the sauna. I have an infrared sauna. When oh, Brian you comes do? in, he has to do five minutes in the infrared sauna. We'll have you do it before you leave. I would love to. to I've done it before. To kill everything on him. To have kill you seen in China how now they're wearing those? They're, they're taking the Arrowhead big water bottles, like the big cooler water bottles. They're cutting off the bottom and putting them over their heads? No. I'll show you a picture right but now. But I did wow. see a ridiculous picture of a man walking around. He had like a hula hoop with fishing wire on it. So there was a perimeter that people couldn't get close to. In him. China or here in that America? It was here in America. Of course, of course it was. Because yeah. it's hobo Halloween for dum-dums. Yeah. You know. No, fully. I I have had the Brian, picture. Brian, I wish you'd never show me oh, that. Wow. It looks That's like, what they're doing. It looks like the robot oh, from geez. Lost Which in Space. Which gives me a great idea, Ronna, because I could... You, will you save your extra... Um, You're going to start selling them? Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> Save your extra water bottle container so I can cut the bottoms off. And Do you have a saw head. capable of that? I would love to, except, you know, I use glass water bottles because I have, uh, I use the Mountain uh, Valley Springs. So. It tastes better that yeah, way. Because I, yeah. I love, I yeah. won't, I bear, I don't drink out of plastic a lot no, anyway. I'm not, I'm not interested in choking a I'm turtle. I'm not scared. I have yeah. been through some shit in my life. I won't get into all of it. I've had some bad things happen. I'm fine. I get very, tiny things throw me off. I'm one of those. Yeah. Epide- something beyond my control, which this is to a degree. Yeah. It's beyond our control. I get very calm. Yeah. Some people have that reaction. You, when, when it's so overwhelming that it's sort of like, what can I do? Or you are you just, just good in a crisis? I'm good in a crisis. Yeah. I get very calm. And again, I'll tell you, you might know some of this, Brian, but I'll tell you off some just really t- un- not funny, bad things have happened right in front of me. Yeah. In my younger days. And murder. I, Anybody get murdered? No, suicide. Yeah, well, oh. uh, it's a lot of stuff. But anyway, also lost so many people to AIDS. I, I, I'm just hoping yeah. that you and Rana will have the opportunity after this to have a really long lunch together because she wants to hear all these stories. I do, her. actually. Oh, do you? Of course. Good. So I do I. I. If I'm being made fun of No, or not. not at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm making fun of you about talking about your dead friends. I'm just remembering <laughs> in New Year's... <laughs> I, you vicious I, I mean, gay is, comedian. I mean, it no, is I'm funny. obsessed. You are Isn't not. it funny that so many not, of Sam's friends have it died? It is not funny. It's so funny. No, yeah. Sam, please, what were you going to say? <laughs> no, early I, on, I was just like, and I, and I know it's apples and oranges and sexually transmitted and this whole other thing, but I'm a gay man of a certain age. And like 15 years yeah, of you people made dropping far. dead yeah. and just like my, 
so many people I loved, I was close to in my family. And then like, this is, Awful. it's terrible. Yeah. But like, it was 10 years before the government said the word. I loved yeah. your tweet. I retweeted something like that, where it was like, oh, the government's not responding to like a virus that is killing people in America. Yeah, after two, <laughs> after two weeks. And yeah. gays. We've yeah. been there. Yeah, and the yeah, yeah. gays were like, first oh, time? first time? Yeah. yeah. It's, that's pretty It's cool. so true. Now, so, what's going on? You're on a million little pieces or a million little, little things. things. A million yeah. little things. He yeah. wrote a million little pieces and yeah. then went on Oprah and got just crucified. Well, he lying. actually wrote it. That I, was the I thing. actually wrote it and he, I lied about my drug experience. James, <laughs> for James, what's his name? He wrote right. it. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. No, you're on a million little things. Yes, which the season finale is in a couple weeks, which I won't be. I was in, got written out, still get paid. That's the hey, glory listen. of Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and then I am with our good friend Drew Drogi. He and I are in uh, season. Is this time to talk about career? Sure, yeah, you can. Seasons three or four. There of, isn't really a time. We usually get right into the advice. <laughs> no, but, but search yeah. party. We'll You're going to be on search well, party. Just to, just to uh, pump it up. To, what's yeah. the promo? Plug it. Oh, well, sure. I love that show. And Charles Rogers is a friend of the oh, show. That's right. As best. is SVU, as I call it, Sarah Violet Viola Bliss. I like Absolutely. That. Yeah. Sarah Violet have the same doctor, and we. Did you see? Anyway, it's a different story. Uh, we have the <laughs> same this. horrible character of a doctor. So anyway, so Drew and I are in seasons three and four. We have little parts in that uh, HBO Max this summer search party. And then I, I, I guess I show. can say this. I um, I I told you about that one job on Tuesday, but I can't say that yet. And then I'm I I guess I can say this. I'm recurring on the new Saved by the Bell. <laughs> oh That's my exciting. God, that is so exciting. I've only done one. Hopefully I'll shoot one or two more considering what goes on in the world, but it was it's very funny. And oh, it's I can't wait to see. Completely different than the oh, Who's doing like it again? To know who who who's, this. Yeah. This and this is all in deadline so I can say yeah. this. It's all 30 Rock and Arrested Development and Super Simpsons smart people. Writers. Tracy Wigfield oh, is she's the amazing. showrunner. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Baby. She's something else. Yeah, it's it's so so it's a spoof of high school shows. Yet uh, Mario and Elizabeth, who was lovely, and and Tiffany and Mark Paul are all also in it. And are you playing like a parent or a or a or a shockingly Drew, This is usually the Drew Drogi role, and yeah. I, I think I got it just because he's doing a show in New York. Um, I'm playing the theater teacher, the theater director. Oh, how fun! Which really, I've never played that before. Is so exciting! Oh, that's going to be fun. Oh, I can't wait. And so that'll where do we see that? Uh, Peacock. Peacock. That's the new NBC one. Right. Okay. Okay. You know what? This isn't actually the Sam Pancake show. No, it isn't. This (laughs) is actually the Ask Rana Rana, show. I warned you. With Rana. Okay. And Brian is also on the show. Isn't it called Ask Rana, but Sam will talk? That's not it. It's called Ask Rana with Rana. I get, I get, by the way, nearly, I would say once a month. I almost get fired. So Sam, once a you, week, you might have a job. Yeah. Soon. Well, if but I we can, need, people, we're going to start. Yes. It's. I'm glad we heard about Sam's quarantine and we heard about Sam's career. But As people a, have real problems. We're going to start yeah. with this. Phone Let's call. get into this. This person uh, would like to remain anonymous. Okay. So well, we'll, you're the one who usually says that, and then says, "Is that you, Christine?" When you're we right. On no, the phone. I know. And then yeah. I say, I actually yeah. say their real name. Yeah. So uh, we're just going to call this person Bobby. These names that these people come up with. Okay. All right, Bobby. Let's call Bobby. Oh, but I have to press call. Ronna, I'm still not used to Are you going to love, love this? Oh, oh no, I, I love this very much. Everyone I hear, loves this song. I hear it on the it's podcast. just the best song. Hello. Hi, Bobby. We're calling you Bobby. I love it. Yes, this is Bobby. Oh, a female Bobby. It's a B-O-B-B-I. It's Bobby Brown. Oh, my God. Oh, I love Oh, I love some of your female cosmetics. Bobby, like in the new company on Broadway. Correct. <laughs> well, for You're now. Welcome. For now. Yeah. Bobby, you are here not only with me, but with the. That is not Sam Pancake. Yes. yes. That is it Sam is. Pancake. Oh, my word. 
weird. Wow. Can, look at that. Can I see the person? No. no. It's, it's not. I mean, you, can, you literally can't. <laughs> oh, oh. Hi, yeah. Bobby. It's so nice to have you. What do you know, Sam Pancake, yeah. from, may I ask? I just feel like the rug got pulled out from And does anyone want to say hello to me? <laughs> yeah, Ronna Glickman's here also. Hi, Ronna. Hello, very, Bobby. Very big day for me. Very exciting. What do I know Sam from? Everything. Oh. He's like in everything. everything. He's in every man. <laughs> yeah. He's fabulous. Oh, um, Aren't you uh, lucky? Once, once I heard Lauren Graham on, an, on a podcast and Sam was there, I think, and then I just went down a rabbit hole and... That tracks. And I'm at the bottom of every rabbit hole. <laughs> He's waiting and with a, a clock around and his And a few glory holes. Got <laughs> girl. That's okay. my mama. Okay. Bobby, what's your question for us? Okay. So it requires a little bit of backstory, so bear with me. But basically... Okay. They all say that, yeah. My, <laughs> my parents were married for 30 years. Okay. Um, before my dad came out of the closet. Oh, that was about 10 years ago. Okay. And um, it was... A bit of a shock for everyone, but I'm super proud of my dad. We're very, very close. And um, it was particularly surprising for my mom. Um, and they, um, uh, not a super amicable divorce. Yeah. Uh, I would say she's still kind of bitter. And I, I get it. Um, I wish everybody got along, but they don't. And it's especially bad whenever, because... Um, my dad is is getting married. It's so the kind of I think it was easier for them to like get along in their divorce state when he wasn't partnered and right. when he now that he he's is, found someone else, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, I that's just part of our reality. Um the actual question is this. So, I I now have an 18-month-old son. Congratulations. Mazel Thank tov. you very much. Yeah. And he um he loves books, book obsessed, not that interested in his toys, but like when uh, guests or babysitters come over, he runs over to his bookshelf, he picks out his favorites and like insists that they read with him. And many of his favorite books at this point were given to him by his grandpas and they have LGBTQ themes. Like, I don't know if you've heard of um, Marlon Bundo, the John Oliver oh, book sure. about gay bunnies. Um, anyway, they also often have inscribed the first page saying like, with love from the grandpas. Yeah, step and, one of the agenda. Uh, yep, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the indoctrination. So, yeah. um, these are, the, those are some of my son's favorite books. My, and like I said, he's very insistent about people reading them with them. My mom is actively uncomfortable when my son picks those books out. Um, and like best case scenario, just like is very passive about it and like doesn't really engage with the book. But like the worst case scenario is just that she'll say like, I hate that book and just sort of have a really negative tone mm. around those, those stories. Okay. And I don't, I don't know if she's reacting to the themes. She's, I would call her like a passive ally at best. Yeah. Um, or just like the fact that she knows that the, the grandpas gave him those books. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't, my son's not going to perceive a difference either way. So my question is, how do I handle this when she visits? Because have you ever, <sighs> have you ever discussed it with her? Um, have I, you I ever discussed like, any of this with her is my uh, first question. Yeah, yeah. I used to be much more like confrontational about it with her when things would come up. Like I, cause I'm, I'm very close with my father. Yeah. We're 
you know, very similar. And I'm, I'm close with my mom too. Um, and she's, she just has a very passive aggressive kind of style of relating. And whenever I, whenever I'm pretty upfront with her, it just doesn't, doesn't seem to have an effect really. She's kind of, but in this instance, we're not really talking about you and we're not really talking about her. We're not actually even talking about your father. We're talking about your son. Yeah, exactly. And we're talking about the world that you're creating around him. Yeah. And what you don't really need to do is create negative associations with these books or, you know, and be for the transference of that being potentially with the lifestyle. I mean, it sounds like she stopped short of that. She's not saying homophobic things or that girls should be with boys and none, none of that. But she's saying, I don't appreciate having this shoved down my throat when I come over here and I don't appreciate the fact that they're, Brian made a joke, but that they're indoctrinating him into their way of life and that they're getting their tentacles into him, you know, in this space or whatever it is. Your mother obviously has quite a bit of anger that she needs to resolve about this thing because look, I mean, I do think you have to be careful. I think it's great that your father's moved on. I think it's great that he's happy. I don't think it's wrong that your mother probably feels like she in some ways squandered 30 years of her life with a guy that wasn't being upfront with her. I think she's not being upfront with herself. If she says that she never had an inkling that your father was gay. Cause I just don't think in an intimate life that that's, you know, or that they had some kind of an arrangement where don't ask, don't tell, or, you know, I'm not saying it was that explicit, but probably right. this didn't come to the, as the biggest shock to her. But the thing that she's really upset about is that for a long time, her life was not truthful. And that she, but she also participated in that. So fine, whatever. That's her problem. She needs to resolve it because if she wants to move forward and be part of this family in a productive, healthy way, she has to deal with that. So that's one conversation you could potentially have with her. Maybe you don't want to, and maybe that's not what you're asking. But in terms of around the books, there's sort of two solutions to this. Burn them. (laughs) Number one. The German, and not just the kids' books. The German all approach. Of them. That's Bur- right. Burn all the books in the house. And, de- and buy his son a PlayStation. Soft, <laughs> softy 451. That's right. That's right. I think you, there's two things. One is you have to, you have to talk to her. You have to. And you I have do. to say, I, look, I know you don't like this. I know you don't like that he brings these books over, et cetera, et cetera. These are the books that he's into or whatever. I know that this is still a soft spot for you. It's not for me to tell you how to heal, blah, blah, blah. Though it's up to you how much you want to get into that conversation about about what she needs to do for herself. And maybe she could use a wake-up call. But you have to say to her... You, whether you realize it or not, even just your mood and your energy around this activity is placing a negative connotation onto this. This is a reality of our lives. You're the grandma. There's the two grandpas. It's not going away. And -hmm. what I don't want is to program my son to have a negative association with any of these things. Yeah. What I would love is if we could find a book. There's got to be another book that isn't about a gay bunny that this kid likes. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but. Peter Rabbit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so we move over to the asshole Peter rabbit. Peter, Peter rabbit. I hate Peter Rabbit. I know, Mischief Maker. You know I hate a Mischief Maker. Me too. What a schmuck. Ugh. The Velveteen Rabbit about Scarlet Fever. That's way too sad. Yeah. Benicula. Oh. That's kind of fun. Do you know I, Benicula? No. Are you kidding? When I grew up, I got laughed at in class for coming in and saying, this week I read Bunny Kula. 
Well, <laughs> you should have been oh, laughed out of there. Wow. Bunny Kula. It was tough. You Bunicula got what you deserved. is terrific. It's about a vampire bunny who who takes all the all the food out of uh, all the blood book. out of vegetables. But yeah, anyway, the point is, you need a book that's just for him, and you need to try and find a way to enforce a routine that's just something for her to have with him, so mm-hmm. that there's a book that he loves that they read together. And I know, and look, part of this is she's just going to have to deal with this and get over this because he's a fickle little kid. He's 18 months old. He's not going to like the same book all the time. That's true. This is probably more temporary than you think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what's not temporary is putting negative connotations onto the lifestyle. What's not lifestyle? The life. Oh, not I apologize. Not lifestyle, but... I did not choose this. The life... (laughs) Well, no, but... But wouldn't you now... You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. I would. I would still choose it. But... The, but the grandmother feels that he did choose this. Exactly. Right, right. I mean, that is part of, the, part of the problem. I don't think this is like, I think it's wonderful that this guy's getting a second act. But it's tough for a woman of to course, have a second absolutely. act when you've been married for 40 years. May I mean, I, not everybody's May. May I offer something? Yeah. Do, do you, does she have, and this is a hard conversation to have with anyone in the family, I know. Does she yeah. have a therapist or a counselor or someone to talk to? Yeah, well, she needs one if she doesn't have Your mother? Sure. And did she at any point post-divorce? So she, she, this has been a topic of conversation before for sure. She it. tried wow. it like once and yeah. it was like, that's not for me. And it's not come up again. Gener- since. Generational. Yeah. It's very hard. It, yeah, have, very have you, generational. and I'm sure in the past 10 years you have, oh, yeah. um, I'm sure it does bother your mother that her heart was you know, broken really. And that she did feel like the last 30 years, I don't know if she still thinks this, but probably at some point felt that the past 30 years was sort of a sham and that she got an unfair shake. And it sounds like you're really close to your father. Have you just told her that ever that that must've been a really hard time for her? It's an excellent question. What a good question. Because I think that if you haven't, you need to. Yeah. Because obviously your dad was a victim of this circumstance, but your mom really was too. And and I think probably if she's not going to therapy, she could at least use like a really healthy dose of sympathy or empathy or understanding. And then I think in that same conversation, you could say like, I want to have a closer relationship with you and I want my son to have a really close relationship with you. Yeah, we want you to be a part of this. And the yeah. only way, obviously you're close with your father and sounds like you like his partner and yeah. they're part of your family. And we mm-hmm. want you, wouldn't it be nice if you could get past this anger that you have with, with dad and that we could all find a way to move forward together and really enjoy this time. My son is only going to be young for a, a short amount of time. I want mm-hmm. all of his grandparents in his life. I understand that you still have a, you know, anger issues about this, but that's not the environment that I want here. And I want around mm-hmm. him what if it really is, it seems like it's such a small thing or such a huge thing, but really it's just a, it's a frame of reference shift. And if she mm-hmm. can just get past that, everyone could be a lot happier. It doesn't mean, um, obviously for her, she feels like she's giving something up. If she tells him it's fine, it's like it never happened and she doesn't get to be angry and she doesn't. She's not to, acknowledged. Yeah, her she feelings doesn't, no one, and, and no yeah. one's acknowledging the fact that she might spend the rest of her life alone. When she thought she was going to spend the rest of her life with someone else. Or you know what? Tell her. Just throw her into the deep end and do this. Of the pool? Well, <laughs> yeah, you could start there. And you could say before, wake up, and then throw her in the pool. 
but also metaphorically. That's what my family does. Metaphor- Only it's a river. <laughs> Throw her in the river. Put some and stones out, in her all pockets. Your sins have been washed away. Right. Yeah. It's ten miles down the river when you yeah. come out. And put Continue. some rocks in her pockets and just mm. see her to the river. No, but also Virginia Wolf. What you could exactly, but also. Um, what, what I was going to say you could do is get some uh, Robert Maplethorpe reprints and say, Mom, get out of the house. We're doing trading spaces. And just put know. up some pictures <laughs> everywhere of men's assholes and their balls getting tied up. Wow. And like all that stuff. And just say, wow. like, and just say like, do you think my son reading is as big a deal as this? Okay. Oh, you know what? Wow. Get your smut brain out of here, Brian. No, but maybe okay. give your mom a little sympathy and empathy for this because she's she. That's a hard life. It really is. I'm sure your dad's a that's lovely a person, and and really, obviously, the last thirty years have not been kind to gay men. Uh, so I think nope. But your mother, you know, deserves a little love in this too, and just a frank conversation. And have you ever not? Have you ever had a breakup or anything like that in your life? And your friend said to you, "Get over it." We're tired of hearing about it. Sure. Yeah. And did it feel good? Or did you uh, feel like you hadn't good? You just hadn't made peace with it yet. Yeah. So this I, you is know, a thirty-year marriage felt, and the dream of a family and a hundred. Look, do I think your mother needs to move on and and change your frame years, of reference? Yeah. No yeah. question. I mean, ten years is crazy. That is a long time. And she's and she's bringing all that negativity into the house. But the birth of this child allows for a shift, another shift, where you get mm-hmm. to not say this is this is me, your child, saying to you, get over it. This is me with a new family unit that I want you to be a part of saying, I need you to move past this. And if you're not going to move past it, then you, no one is going to enjoy this time that we spend together. I have one more Hail Mary. Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. No one's going to like it. Shit. But I think it could be effective. The next time you see her, just say, I have been so stressed out about you not reading these books. I, I, am, I am on meth. I started driving to the park in the middle of the night. I'm selling my body just to buy drugs. And it's if you just would read these books, I would stop this lifestyle that I am deep in. It's a shame you're not a therapist, Brian, because you'd be fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Bobby, that's another idea. But I think I think you can settle this score. And the worst case is it should Yeah. I think you can settle the score. Will you let us know what happens? But unfortunately, yeah. Bobby, the bad news for you is it's time for another uncomfortable conversation. conversation. And if you have yeah. to think about how much it really bothers you, because I mean, I would not want that energy around my child at such a formative yeah, age, especially when this is such a big part and a beautiful thing that he has these wonderful grandfathers that love him and give him books. And, you know, this in some ways, this is such a wonderful thing. And it's yeah. a wonderful time, but she needs to get on message or she needs to not come around as much. That's the other thing. Yeah. You don't want to threaten her just yet, but that is a thing. Right. So, I, I mean, I do, it's going to be hard. Nobody to wants a sour puss around. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck. Bye. We love you. Bye, Bobby. Bye, Bobby. Much love you too. Thanks, guys. Sam, how about that? She knew you immediately. Is that Sam Pancake? Well, yeah. All I could think about was my sister who was with Brad for 15 years and left him for Caitlin. And how'd that go? So now what's this? She's still with Caitlin. Well, it's a different situation because then Brad, who I think I, I, I never liked. Yeah. He's, he was out of the family. Um, so it was sort of a different situation. But the hardest adjustment was for, I don't know about my parents' feelings. I can't speak for them. And that's a different topic. It was hard for me. Because my sister, my older sister, who I love and have an amazing relationship with now, she there had been moments in my life where, like, I felt very she was not homophobic, but just I in, 
in high school and college, I realized now that she was kind of just being scared. tough on me because she was scared for me. Yeah, and she truly is someone who I think is yeah. is uh, is she she's a writer and she wrote this amazing essay about the gender identity in our family because the, f- the first three kids are gay to maybe transitioning and the bottom three, the younger three are all very heterosexual huh. and how the gender identity was kind of switched up in our, the top three. And she wrote this line about herself, which it was, I don't feel like a boy. I didn't feel like a boy. I didn't feel like a girl. I just felt like me. And that's kind of the person she is. And she's in a very good relationship now, but it was I was surprised how much weird homophobia and anger and upset it brought for me when she did that. Yeah. Our relationship was different then. I didn't like him. <laughs> he was, uh, and it's so we're fine now, but it was, it was rough. Yeah. And she's a professional figure skater. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's an ice dancer, I think is the term. That's right. Yeah. 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 She's a professor she's, and an she's author. A oh, that's what I meant. Not professional figure skater. She's a professor. Do you get professor and professional figure skater mixed up a lot? Well, any time someone says, says the word pro, I immediately think of Michelle. Well, that would, expl- that would explain <laughs> your college experience. Who is a dance. I think true. of Tua Valendine. When I oh, think of yeah. ice dances. Sure. The yeah. pride of the Isles. Yeah. There you go. All right. I'll read this first one because okay. I'm dying for you to read the sure. second one. Hi, Brian and Rana. I guess. Just kidding. Excuse me. I thought Brian would get a kick out of that. Big fan of you both. (laughs) Who are these people? Brian, big fan of you both since your early videos with Jeffrey Self. And Rana, you are a revelation ever since I first heard you as a guest on Throwing Shade. Mm. I live in Rome, Italy. Oh. Originally from Australia, but I moved to Italy two years ago to get closer to my heritage. What What a time to be in Rome. Here we go. Yeah. I'm sure you've both been following the news. But as of Tuesday, the whole country's been in lockdown. Oh. This is day three of working at home, and I'm starting to go a little crazy. Yeah. Not only is work more complicated, but not being able to go outside and enjoy the incoming spring weather is just ridiculous. I love with two people. One housemate I adore. The other I cannot stand. He moved in a few months ago, and I've been doing my best to avoid him. Now we're stuck together for at least the next 15 days. Yeah. As you can imagine, I need help. Help with the housemate. Help with staying sane. Help with everything. Who better than to ask than the two of you? Thanks for being so entertaining. PPS, there are over 10,000 employee. Oh, no, this was, sorry, that's wrong. Thanks for being so entertaining. Jay, that was part of something else that I deleted. Okay. Well. Well, first of all, I want to say we've been chatting in Italy. We have. We're, char- so we're on wonder, the charts in Italy. So That's amazing. I, I don't know it's going to go up now, probably. Just because of this one guy, maybe. But yeah. Maybe no one's listening to podcasts except this one guy. It so might now be true. So now we're chatting. Well, sure you know what? The more. first thing you could do to your housemate you hate is get them on Ask Ryan. Well, you can play this this answer for them. Exactly. You know how this is going to end. They're going to be 15 days very much in love. This is a Netflix movie. Love is Blind Experiment. It's, it's a movie. It's a movie screenplay. They're going to fall very much in love. You could turn this into a romantic comedy. Yeah. Or a murder story. suspense thing like Shallow Grave. That's anyway, true. And that's you could just, say that they died. Okay. The first thing to pop to my mind was dismembering the body. That was the, the absolute... There's two options. I thought we were about to get reamed for going too dark. There's two options here. I almost spit took a cold brew all over this mic head. Sorry, you can, Dante. You can either buck up and stay in your room and read a book and stop worrying about what everyone else is doing all the time. Or tell this guy to put his dish in the sink or whatever he's not doing. Or you can murder him. Those are your two choices. That's true. And in Italy right now, I don't think they'd mind a bit if you just dropped the body off at a hospital 
Or you just no one dropped, will know. It, dropped it in the Tiber River. No one's even going to know. Amanda Listen, knocks it. I was about to say, call him, say just when, when they find the body, just be like, I have to be honest with you, he was a huge slut. Because they don't like that over there. <laughs> and no, they take they a don't. dump in the toilet. Remember that part? <laughs> yes. Oh, they, and they didn't flush. Dude, yeah. So they didn't flush. Foxy yeah, Oxy. I, I mean, you're right. You just have to do something to... Put on your headphones. A friend of mine that moved there um, oh, six what... years ago, Susan, she, they, you have to have a permission slip, basically, and they saying why you're going out and what you're doing and when you'll be back. And it's you can crazy. only elect one person in your household to like go to the grocery store. Yeah. Is that right? There's like a vote. I hope they're switching turns. Yeah. Yeah. God. I mean, it sounds like you just don't like this guy. Or maybe you love him. Who knows? As Sam was suggesting. But this is a moment for composure and getting a hold of yourself. And honestly, every time yeah. he pisses you off, just in your head, think about... Like, every time he pisses you off, just make it a um, Pavlovian response that you just go in your room and you get yourself off. Also, these are the times we all, I mean. It's going to be masturbating 14 times a day. This fair week. enough. Great. What better right? He'll take a ton of naps. He's got nothing else to do. That's yeah. true. Yeah. This is the times of, of your life where you learn about yourself and what you're made of. Yeah. This was a pretty young person, I think. Everyone's young, everyone's young to me. But like, <laughs> I'm getting that age. But there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And you make a game of it. You make your peace with it. You write about it. You, whatever your creative outlet is, just make a, you know, throw a pot that looks like stinky old, you know, Antonio or whoever he is. Sure. <laughs> sure. I, should, I a, should be a therapist. Start a podcast. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. What's your new podcast, Sam? Oh, it's called Sam Pancake Presents the Monday Afternoon Movie. And it's uh, me and a pal, a uh, funny friend, sit down and uh, separately and then watch a 1970s TV movie, usually horror, supernatural, bad, can't be good movies. And then we talk about it for an Fabulous. hour. Fabulous. And it's, uh, yeah, you'll find it wherever podcasts, wherever podcasts are sold. A pod are sold and cast. <laughs> Except it's free. <laughs> Except it's very free. <laughs> Okay, this yeah, next Yeah, I think one, you have to be patient. Yeah. I think it stinks, it's of course. Lesson. And the other thing you could that do. That would suck. Oh, that would suck. You should also be focused on trying to find a new living situation. Definitely. That will That's give you a goal. That's somewhere you could put your energy. And also just pretend yeah. like it's Big Brother and like set up a confessional in your own room. Just talk to your camera about what yeah. just transpired. Yeah, though you don't want to, you know, you don't want to humiliate this guy on. Oh, no, I'm not saying yeah. to publish it. I'm just saying to, oh, just to, just get, to it get it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rana, yeah. I don't know if you're going to like this next question. I, I feel like you might want me to read it, but I really want you to read it. Do you want me to read it? I know what this question is. How do you know? Because I saw it in the in the inbox. Do you want me to read and it? And I want to say something, Brian. I'm disgusted that you would put this in front of me. Okay, let's just go to another one. We could do another no, one. No, why don't you read it, but Brian? Because it's so filthy and smutty and disgusting. You think I'm not looking at the mail? I'm sometimes looking at the mail, even though it's really your job. Yeah. And I, what I've noticed is lately you try to slip me a Mickey, as they say, which is you try to get one past me and then you think, isn't this funny? Because this has been going on for weeks. I had to go on and read the mail now because every time you put a letter in front of me, there's either an F or a C or some other dirty thing. Yeah. And now why don't you read this one, Brian? Well, now I'm embarrassed. Yeah, well, oh, what was I going to be, excited? <laughs> hey there. We should have stopped there knowing that was going to be crazy enough that someone would say hey there to us. Yeah. Hey there. Don't we. You should have stopped there. I know. Yeah. This is you trying to, you're always trying to razz me or get me. I am. I'm yeah. always trying to yeah. ruffle those feathers. Yeah, you are. Well, ruffle your own for a change. <laughs> she, Rana, you, you're never riled. That's the thing. I get, I get riled occasionally by you. I am an enthusiastically divorced mother of two who's been dating my dream hunk for six months. Hunk. 
I am so turned on by him. It is truly changing my worldview. He makes me believe in things I never thought I would. For example, anal. <clears throat> I also love going down on him and nothing gets me wetter. Mm. But before you... You know, you're a real schmuck. What have I walked into? This is aggressive. This is actually aggressive that you wanted me to read well, this. Because when I reread it, I was like, I guess you shouldn't read it. Dante is flushed. He's he, red in the face. He Dante's going to quit. But oh, you're just trying to, you yeah. know, I'm starting to wonder about your capacity for self-sabotage. You get fired once a week here. <laughs> and now you're trying to get Dante to never come back. And I've told you, I've talked what to you. What does he have to do I with I have this? talked to you about harassing Dante before. How is me when reading you, a question when about. You, when, when he's stand, sitting right here, he has to hear what you have to hear. And last time you asked him about his dick and his balls. If I, you if are, I remember oh, Rana, that is not true at all. You said, oh, do you know oh, what I'm talking I about, am ready. I am ready to go to the courthouse and play my tapes. I am ready. Your receipts. Exactly. Show your receipts. I've got proof that you are. You are Can you is, reread the last sentence, Brian? Because I don't remember where we left off in the letter. I also love going down on him and nothing gets me wetter. Okay. But before... You chalk this up as a classic, classic tale, tale of a woman finding her prince. Yes, it sounds cl- like a classic to me. I get extremely a divorced mother of two having anal sex, blowing this guy all day. A classic tale of a woman finding her prince. Okay, go on. <laughs> I get extremely insecure about initiating. Here's my psych- psychosexual thought process anytime I'm horny and he's oblivious. Oh, God. Maybe I should just start going down on him, but what if he doesn't want it right now and he gets nervous and can't get hard? What if he doesn't want it and is afraid to tell me, so I'm putting him in this awkward position to pretend to want it? What if that happens and subsequently he thinks I'm too much or too slutty or something and he starts to pull away? Subsequently. I literally, what did I say? Subsequently. <laughs> I literally turn into a scared little turtle baby and end up sitting there feeling this desperate. Isn't, this person isn't a fan of us. Desperate and sad <laughs> that he isn't initiating when it's all in my he- head. Please help, horny and helpless. This is Penthouse Forum. This isn't <laughs> Rana and no, Brian. This is, I shouldn't this have chosen this, I'll be honest filth. with you now. I'm really sorry. Filth. Um, horny and helpless. She doesn't sound that helpless. No, it did. And also, yeah. he's he's... Yeah, really, it sounds like you're getting off now. Yeah, this is a, like it, a... It also sounds like he's not your Prince Charming if you can't vocalize. If you're divorced and you have two kids, you're not 22 years old, okay? Yeah. You can't vocalize when you want to get involved with him. That's true. This is your problem. This is something that you need to deal. First of all, I hope you have a therapist. But this is, look, good for you. you She doesn't. Good for her that she has this exciting sexual relationship. Truly, wonderful. That's terrific. And yeah. it sounds like it has nice. opened all kinds of exits and entrances for her. Sure. That she, that she did not, was not previously going in or out of. Yeah. But it has opened her world. That's wonderful. It's expanded her worldview. Yeah. She feels desired. She's having a wonderful time. That's terrific. But the fact that you don't feel that you can initiate or that you can vocalize to him, this relationship is not going to last based on that entirely. If you want this relationship to last, you have to find your voice. You can't just simply be a sex object for him when and when he wants. You can also be that. But if if there is something in you that is not being fed and that you want to at least feel that you can have some agency in this relationship, you need to deal with that. Totally agree. I think, listen, we are all responsible for our own orgasms. And I would just say this guy's clearly down to clown. So just like throw on that red lipstick, that white powder, and that red wig. 
and Ronald McDonald <laughs> all the way. I was going to say Annie, but you went even further. Or Annie, dressed up like I Annie. I was thinking of Baby Jane when you described that. Oh, sure. Whatever happened to Baby Jane. Put them all Jane. together and see yeah. what happens. Annie, Whatever happened Baby to Baby Jane Annie. and Ronald McDonald. But it's truth, really all the same. But in all honesty, if you do want this relationship to last you need to find your voice and figure out how to ask for what you want yeah. and also to how to deal with the disappointment when not everybody is looking to play 24 hours a day. That's true. Because I mean, life gets in the way. And if you don't do that, then you just, this is just a reactive relationship. You are reactionary to his wants and needs and it'll be a flash in the pan. And I just say, it's like a joke that guys are always down for sex, but like there are many, yeah, there are times when I'm just not. Yeah, ever, get, just, ever get a letter from the IRS? I mean, exactly. (laughs) Oh, whoops. I don't feel like I'm not interested at this very moment. Exactly. Yeah. But I have a feeling like probably six, seven, eight times out of 10, this guy is down. Down. I mean, not to be vulgar, but like it's rare that I'm going to push away. I can can get in the mindset. I can get in the mindset. I'm going into, I'm going into quantum. Depends on who it is. The next one, this one. Brian. I know. I I don't know why. I shouldn't have. It made me laugh so hard. I'll read it. I'm not afraid. Dear Ron and Brian. I was groped by one of my coworkers about nine months ago. Oh, God. Took me a few weeks to build up the courage to go to one of our bosses and report the incident, and then it took the company about three months to do an investigation. In the end, the company ended up, quote, verifying and substantiating my claims, and I was moved to a different group within my department and promised that there were repercussions for him as well. They cannot tell me what those repercussions are, and they are not visible to anyone I work with. Also, it is garbage that I had to change jobs. My new job is fine, but not exactly related to my area of expertise, and I am still in the same building as this man, so I see him in the halls in meetings. Jump to two weeks ago, a manager from another department in different building came to me offering a position in his group that is really interesting. The catch is the wife of the man that groped me is also in the new group, and we would be working on the same team. Do you think I should take this new job? If I let her presence in the group stop me, I feel like I am letting this incident continue to control my life. Thank you for so much for the advice. Jay from Minnesota. I hope this is the funny part, the PS, because there was nothing funny in the first part. Oh, I don't think any of this is funny. You said read this one. It's so hysterical. I did? Didn't he say that at the Oh, end? I thought I just said read the next one. Oh, I thought you said read this one. Oh, no, so this one's funny. not funny. Okay. No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize if I said that. PS, here are some additional details that might make a difference. According to my manager, the wife is aware that this incident took place. Oh, and they uh, were in counseling to address his behavior. Also, this happened four months after they got married. This is the second marriage for both of them, and her first husband cheated on her with a close friend. Additionally, they met at work when they were on a project together, so he has a history of trying to set up relationships at work. Lastly, she also occasionally works with my husband. My God, what is this? Honestly. Where are these people? Who, is, who has been wonderfully supportive through all of this and thinks I should definitely take this job because it is a big opportunity. PPS. There are over 10,000 employees at our location, and her being in this group feels like the plot of a bad sitcom. Yeah. Honest to God. Wow. That is... First of all, shame on that company for re... Um, for keeping him, yeah. Reassigning her somewhere. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. I mean, it seems like this guy should, A, go, but B, yeah. should have been the one to get the job that wasn't necessarily in his area of expertise or that he was passionate about. Yes. 
That's wild to me. Yeah. Well, that that's caused for litigation, to be honest. Honestly, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. I don't know whether you want to get into that or not, but for sure, uh, you could speak to an employment attorney not because that's that, not acceptable at all. And that and, HR already substantiated and these claims. And you're in an even better position because they already substantiated the claim, so they have a record of that. Yeah, you shouldn't be the one to get punished here. And also, I don't understand why they can't specifically, I don't know if that is a legal thing, where they can't specifically tell you what his repercussions were. I'm sure they can. The repercussions are nothing. They told him to stop groping people, and then they let him keep doing his job because he's obviously like a salesman or something, and they like the way he- numbers or whatever. Yeah, this guy goes out and gets drunk and grabs people at the office party, and then the other half the time he's on the golf course- Selling I'm things so curious to people. what people do at jobs like this. I have no idea what happens. I yeah. know that, like, because this is obviously a big corporate job. Yeah, um, and I just don't. It's also though. It sounds to me like this is like a Target or a Walmart or one of these companies where everybody in the town or GM or whoever, everybody works for this company. Got it. If this is 10,000, if her husband works there and he works there and her husband works there and people are meeting at work, this is a company town. So there is that extra layer of politics on top of that where you can't really probably say, go get a job somewhere else or they should, but they, you know, they should have moved him around. This is like a Catholic priest. They should have moved him way to the hinterlands instead of, you know, just letting him keep his job and telling her, telling her what they did was they validated her feelings by telling her she was right. And then they did nothing about it. Mm. And they thought that was enough. Also, finally, justice was served now a few weeks ago with Harvey Weinstein getting yeah. 23 yeah, years. God. The, the, the hope is that this empowers people to take action. You did take action, yeah. which is great. I just can't believe your work didn't follow through harder. I feel horribly for you in this situation and I feel horribly for this new wife. Yeah. That is It's not awful. great. And I don't know. I mean, it just, I don't, I would honestly, yeah, I would probably call a lawyer or go to legal aid or if you can't afford a lawyer or something. Yeah. Because this is crazy. Well, if this, what do you think, Sam? I don't, I honestly don't know enough about corporate culture to, yeah. to know what to say. And I don't know what they do or make. If it's a creative situation, a film set, something that we've all been a part of, or you and I have been a part of, is like we, and you to a degree, but like we know what that. To a degree. I had my own TV, TV show. You, you did. And I'm sorry. I'm acknowledging that to now. To a degree. I mean, to, to a, a degree. Gr- a large degree. Yeah. Yeah. And she was the intellect sphinx on Big Mouth. Ron yeah, it's true. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. I'm a yeah. voice on Big Mouth. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Friends in high places. I have a big mouth. So, but my point <laughs> is that, like, I don't know enough to say what the whole, like, you know, what should be the line of um, or the turn of events here in terms of like what her options are and can she get it, you know, are there NDAs, all the stuff that happened. Can you go to HR? I, I just hate to put any burden on her, but it seems like go to HR and be like, this is actually unacceptable. This is the position I'm okay, in. Okay. So here's the thing. This is why the Weinstein stuff is also so interesting. Also, because it redefined the what is considered harassment and how, you know, and, and the boundaries of, but I did this, but I didn't do that, and blah, blah, blah. But control, ultimately, and power, and how you exist when you need something within your career, and how you're going to get it. Because everybody wants a leg up in their career. I'm not in any way suggesting. I'm just saying that within that ecosystem, work was always on the table with those women when he was manipulating them. Completely, yes. So that's why this is also an interesting moment. But part of the problem is, and again, with the same with these women and how why it's hard to build a case and get people to come forward, is what is the cost to your life? 
How miserable do you want to be while you go through the proceedings? And that's usually what they do is they harass you out of doing it. Or in this case, they try to, you know, they try to just sort of... Uh, Create distance. Yeah, or, or what they're really doing is they're just trying to appease her. So they told her she was right and that they were going to do something, but that they couldn't tell. And HR, by the way, they're never honest about anything. Yeah. They're I there mean, to protect the company, yes. not the person. Everybody's I do know telling that. that everybody is telling everybody everything, and you think you're talking to them confidentially, and you're not, just so you know. But they didn't do anything to this guy. They told him to stop misbehaving, and they gave him a slap on the wrist, and, and that was it. And so there's two possibilities here. One is if you really want that old job back, you can speak to an employment, and I don't know if it's an employment attorney or whatever it is, and you can say to them, this thing happened, this is how they handled it, and I'm upset that he he doesn't seem to have been punished, and I effectively was, and that's not right. And you'll probably end up with a settlement from the company and not working at the company anymore. Maybe they'll fire him, but also maybe that causes bad blood within the group and people have a problem with you. These are possibilities. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying the, there are risks Options, inherent. Yeah. You sound like a very nice person who is very concerned about other people. It sounds like you have great sympathy for this wife, even though you are not, even though you, you were also harmed by this man in some way, but that you have sympathy for her in her position. You have to find a way to have a little less of that. Because in this moment, this is about, you've been unhappy in this job for a little bit, for some time. There is a new opportunity. You think you would be happier in that position. Your husband seems to agree if he's a reliable narrator or if he doesn't. I mean, a lot of husbands just want things to go away. And that's just a very male way of dealing with things is we dealt with it and it's over and that's fine. But if you want this job you should absolutely go after this job, and it is not your job in any way. To doesn't mean you have you can't be nice to her and pleasant and whatever else, but you have to make peace with this yourself, and you have to say, "I'm doing this for me. I want to do. I want to be in this job. I'm going to do my best damn job at this job I can do, and whatever goes on in her personal life is her." business and don't have three cocktails at the work retreat and talk about your marriage and her marriage and what a schmuck he is and all. stay out of it. Set a strong boundary from the beginning. These people have done enough damage to you. If you want this job, take it and don't, and you have to find a way, whether it's through therapy or whatever it is to make peace with the situation and find a way to interact with her in a professional manner and see her as just a coworker. That that's what I would say. Yeah, no, I I think I think those those circumstances are are, are but what it will you require therapy because it's hot. There's totally. a trauma here that we're not talking about. And what you want to say we're trying to, someone, to brush under the rug and we can't. Exactly. And what you want yeah. to say to someone so badly is like, and I know that it's she's a, not the marriage not going to last anymore. Exactly. Yeah. I, was gonna say, I no, predict no that way. marriage is over soon. It's going to be a bigger mess than any of this. Yeah. Not to take anything away from the groping incident because I've been in situations where like someone at work sexually harassed me. And just knowing they would might have to call you or be around them, it's just like, it's really it's horrible. It's traumatic. It sucks. But it's more important that she take herself out of the husband's line of fire. Yeah, yes. It's the lesser of two evils to the be true. working with the wife than if to be working stay with there, the husband. Yeah. It's yeah. true. And I, it's a very personal decision. You might not want to put yourself out there or go through the heartache and trauma that this would bring, but... 
I mean, yeah, I think you're right, Rana. Get into therapy, take this new job and or like lawyer up and just get rid yeah. of Yeah, and you don't have to be super aggressive with the lawyer thing, but I think the company deserves to be put on notice about this. Yeah, I and agree. I think that this, and that this is actually quite a good moment with what's going on with Javi because they will absolutely be looking to take care of this ASAP. Yeah. Yes. You have a little opportunity here yeah. to make this right. People are paying attention now to that yeah. sort of thing, that there are actual repercussions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We have, is this, what is this? Is this one we want to do? I Because we have another one on here, or, or we can do this. Well, one. this is a quick, it's a long read, but it's a quick answer. Okay. Now, this is a guy who's a longtime listener and a longtime fan, and I happen to know for a fact. Dear Ronna and Bryant, last September, after a trip and fall accident, I underwent emergency patella tendon repair surgery on both Knees. Jeez. This resulted in a week's stay in the hospital, followed by more than a week at rehabilitation hospital, at a rehabilitation hospital, and then about a week convalescing at my parents' house in Burlington. For Brian's benefit, that's a town about 12 miles northwest of Boston. Before returning. Is that where they make the jackets? The Burlington Co. Factory. Yeah. It oh. absolutely is. And the Burlington Mall. It's also where Amy Paul is from. You're oh. kidding. Before returning to my parents' apartment in South Boston's South End, followed by three months of medical leave from work. Since the accident, everyone in my life, it seems, has been absolutely delightful. My local network of friends and neighbors stepped up to feed my cat and keep her company. Friends and family continuously visited me in the hospital and rehab, brought me snacks, gifts, and other little things to cheer me up. A group of very close friends gave me uh, gave up apple picking on a gorgeous fall Sunday to spend time with me in the rehabilitation hospital in Woburn and wheel me out onto the hospital's patio so we could chat and have an all-around good afternoon. Rana, as a native New Englander, I have no doubt that you understand how valuable those sunny, warm fall days are. New England in the fall. Nothing like it. Beautiful. My co-workers have been fantastic. They went out of their way to help me organize my medical leave and supplemental disability insurance benefits, updated me on what's going on in our department, and even all got together to send me a get well card and a gift card of a pretty significant value. Even the management at my swimming pool contacted me. You're a very active person. Yes. To see if I was okay and offered to extend my membership expiration to, to a date equal to the time of my absence. In fact, in addition to friends family and colleagues, pretty much everyone I've encountered along the way has been great. From the MBTA bus drivers who would always make sure boarding and alighting the bus was as easy and stress-free as possible, to the T passengers who would stand to offer me a seat on the bus or subway, to the strangers ahead of me who would make sure to hit the automatic door open buttons to make it easier to enter some buildings, and to the people who would give me it's sounding like is he, I, we, the answer was he wanted us to read the letter. It sounded like the answer yeah. was I have Munchausen and I'm milking this for all I can and the act was based on my life. P.S. I have a swimmer's build. We get it. <laughs> and to the people who uh, automatic door buttons to make it easy to enter some buildings and to the people who would give me Give way to me as I hobble down the sidewalk on my crutches. I hope the question is, how do I not recover (laughs) so that this can continue? A random stranger even helped me with my shopping one day at my local star market. She pushed the shopping carriage for me. My recovery and subsequent physical therapy have been going very well and it continues. I weaned off the crutches last week after five months of being dependent on them, but I'm still rebuilding strength in my legs. I'm at about 85% done with my recovery and I feel like I need some way to pay back at least some of the kindness 
kindness that was extended to me in my time of need. While I know that I can't get a gift for each individual, I would like to get or do something in thanks for my friends, family, and coworkers, and even the community in general for the grace and kindness extended to me. But I feel like I owe way more for the generosity displayed to me than I can ever give back in return. Can you offer me any suggestions? All the best, Neil Gaffey. Signed Gypsy Rose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think that you could, at work, did, did this person say where they work? No, but they have an office. They yeah. have an office. Yeah. I think you could, at the very least, like have a lunch catered for your office or something like that. Have or, a truck. Yeah. yeah something a truck. Like, it nice. seems like you could do something a truck. like that. They don't know what that means because that's a Hollywood thing. Trucks. Oh, they don't have those in Boston? Well, not. People like don't do, we do that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, no, I, but tell them because it's a fun thing to Well, it's know. just like someone will you'll be at work at set, on set or wherever or even at offices and they'll have like the the grilled cheese truck or the some great food truck come. Yeah. yeah come for or a coffee or truck, yeah. ice cream truck. It seems like for, it's, it's free. It's You know what else I love that they actually do? What do you mean it's free? I mean, they they someone else pays for it like on when oh. they bring it to a set or something yeah but i mean he i don't have ha- to pay for it. he would yeah, he would have yeah. to pay for it so they it's i'm letting the people that would enjoy it know it'd be free yeah. for that oh. also along those lines i love it when places like that do like two hours of like an actual coffee bar which is the same yeah. sort of thing where yeah. they come in and they make any coffee drink you want mm. yeah i think people appreciate that sort of thing that might be nice for your office for the strangers on the subway you're just gonna have to stock them i don't know what to tell you for the people who push the buttons for you i'll tell you why i wanted to read this letter oh, okay because i think it's a very life-affirming letter in a lot of ways mm. It sounds to me either you're either you're a crazy Munchausen gypsy rose like these two are suggesting, <laughs> or you're a nice guy, and everyone nice in guy. your life I know likes you're a nice you. guy. That's a nice feeling. And what you should take away from this is that people were delighted to help you because you're a nice guy, and they wanted to go out of your way to do something for them. And it makes, in some ways, truly, and I know this sounds like, you know, when somebody forgets to buy somebody a present for Christmas, this is what they say. But in some ways, truly, that was a gift to them to be able to, it feels good to be able to help a friend in need, especially a friend you love, and especially someone who's nice to you all the time. Because people that are nice all the time sometimes don't take things in response very well. And I also have to say, like, when you... When someone is infirmed in some way and you go and spend time with them or bring them something, yeah. I think I, I I don't know that people expect a thank you for that. They no. might expect an acknowledgement of that, like thank you for being there for me during a really difficult time. I think they think, but I don't know, like when I've been through a hard time and someone has done, I've never actually been through this kind they of thing. They felt so I don't great know. that they could do it. Yeah. They wanted to spend the Absolutely, afternoon yeah. with you. Otherwise, they would have stopped by the rehab, dropped off a Dunkin' Donuts coffee on their way to Apple Picket. You must be a really good person. You're a nice guy. Exactly. Yeah. People seem the to really like you. The bus driver remembers you and likes you. Yeah. You say thank you when people do things for you. And coming from Boston and being a Bostonian, there is a severe... I know Boston gets a bad rap for racism and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But there is a civility in that city. And one of the things that we love is to be able to help a person out when you can see that they need a little moment, when they're having a moment. It makes you feel like a good citizen. And so in some ways, a lot of this is no strings attached. You said, thank you. Do you want to bring the bus driver? If it's the same bus driver on your same route every week or whatever it is, you want to bring her a chocolate bar or a thing of flowers, You'd probably she'd probably fall over. She couldn't believe anybody did something nice for her. It's true. For your office... 
You should either take everybody out for a round of drinks at the bar, or you should do what these two are saying for the coffee truck, which is a terrific, get coffee or bring dunk, something where you just say, I wanted to buy everybody lunch. Everyone's been so great to me while I was gone. You don't have to spend tons and tons of money, but just do something for them. And it doesn't, or for the people in your family, look, that's the job. They're going to, I mean, hopefully they don't have two ruptured patellas coming anytime soon, any of them. True. But this is what your friends and your family are for. You're a good citizen. People like being a good citizen to you. If you want to do a little something nice for this one and that one, that's very nice, but it is certainly not necessary. Yeah, doing that kind of good is its own Saying reward thank to you. people. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Sam, now is the time of the show as we're closing. Now, this is something... Sorry, go ahead, Brian. No, please. No, we're no. doing a giveaway. Great. and we, we do it to... Uh, a person that we think really deserves it from from these uh, people who've asked us questions. But first, we have to find out what the giveaway is. Rana, what is so it? So you know who to give it to. Right. I, I listen to the pod. I love it. Uh, this week, we're giving away an item which I purchased several months ago just because I loved it. And it's been on a giveaway shelf. And now it's really quite, it was quite a prescient purchase, it turns out. And probably we could sell it on the open market for thousands of dollars at You're this point. You're not wrong. Aesop, who we know we love from mm. our hand soap. The best. We could also give away a hand soap, but... Both are useful. Uh, they make a hand sanitizer in the same scent as the hand soap. <gasps> oh, forget it. And a few months ago, I thought, this is too small of a gift for the giveaway. Because it's just a little bottle of hand sanitizer. And now... Now this is the time, I think, Brian, to give away a luxury hand sanitizer. This. I can't believe we're doing this. No, this is gold. This ch- is liquid gold. If I change my mind, we'll send them the resurrection soap. Okay. Which yeah. is also very useful. Yeah. Everybody wins. Yeah. Everybody wins. So Sam, yes. Brian, give us the review of who you we could possibly it. give this to. You got it. Okay. So we could give this to our first caller who's the mother with the Bobby. The books, Bobby. Correct. The um person in Italy who's sharing a room with someone they hate, the wet divorcee, or <laughs> the, the woman or who Neil, in this horrible job situation. Right. What or, is, or, yeah, Neil Neil. Neil's had, or Neil Gaffe. Or Neil That's right. Yeah. Um, I feel like people have done enough nice things to him. But Neil, we could jump yeah. on that, I guess. Well, Wait. it's between Bobby and the woman with the job situation. Okay. So know. Bobby, just to, to refresh, is the one, I don't remember what she needed. Her, her mother is being oh, the homophobic books. about yeah. the, the books homophobic. for the kids. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I don't know. I, I'm not saying it's just because she knew, knew, knew who I was, but I, with the personal connection, I feel like her. Okay. I just, I don't know. I feel like oh, she you're just giving nice things. Little... You're just giving things away to fans to keep them going, Sam? No, I don't need to do that. I um, I just <laughs> feel like there was a personal connection in terms of we, you hear a person's voice, I feel more empathy. Okay. The, the woman in the corporate thing, I'm clearly, she's got a great job. I think yeah. one of the reasons she's there, she's making good money. So um, yeah. let's just give it to Bobby. You like Bobby. Sam, yeah. Who do you like, Brian? I don't know. I mean, obviously, the person who could probably use it the most is in Italy, but I don't even know if we can get we anything can't get over it there. To him. We can't, we can't yeah. get it to him. Um, He's got to just stick his face now in in vodka. I mean, for me, for the next two weeks. For me, it's the same. It's between Bobby and the the woman in the awful situation at, at her job. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe she could do a, a psychosomatic thing where every time she puts it on, she feels strong, empowered. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like the Pavlovian thing you said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I was thinking is that she could take a sniff, and that and that would 
give her courage before she w- wipes her hands off and then gives her courage before she goes into the 27 different meetings she's going to have when she's like trying to get this job going. And just know you're right, you're right, you're right. But maybe we'll send Bobby a resurrection hand soap because she has a toddler and she has to wash her hands all the time and she's That's probably true. not And using... she's with older people too. Yeah. All right. So we'll, two, we'll have two winners this week. Oh, so Bobby's getting the soap and, uh, and workplace is getting... getting the hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Yeah. You are feeling very, very generous, generous today. Our- well, I just want mostly everybody to stay, stay clean. clean. You're yeah. right. It's actually a service to the world. Okay. okay. We have a, a cliffhanger we're going to do, Sam, before we let you well, go. So, Sam, we're on Patreon now. I don't know if you've heard. Oh, no, I know. I, I love it. We are having so much fun. You kind of, it's it such is, an intimate experience. It really is. It's, so, yeah. it's very It's exclusive. just Brian and I. It's $5. And since Brian's been living in the carriage house under quarantine, it's gotten even more outrageous. Because we're getting more personal with each other. Yeah. I mean, I'm, Unlike Italy, you guys are getting along. We are yeah. getting, well, we're separate houses. Clean. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. She keeps it very, I'm very, there's nowhere Could else. you think of a better place to be For under COVID-19, quarantine? COVID-19, not at all. No. I would love place. to yeah. be here. Yeah. This is the place. Um, okay. So we read a cliffhanger and then we answer it on Patreon. And before that, it's at J Sam Pancake everywhere. Is it Sam Pancake? It's J Sam Pancake on Twitter and the Sam Pancake on Instagram. Thank you. And have you and you've heard about our ways? Have you downloaded our ways yet? No, I just I learned about that today. Yeah. So on Patreon, which is this is the most exclusive thing. Most people use ways. But most people don't use ways with Rana and Brian's voices. If you want to hear us guide you around town. Patreon only, Patreon exclusive, patreon.com slash askrana. And I can't stress enough to people, if you're nervous about, I don't want to get the Patreon app, I don't want to listen on the Patreon app, because I do think it feels like a barrier to entry. It's the e- Once you figure it out, it's the easiest thing in the world. You click the RSS link, you add it right to your Apple Podcasts or your Overcast or whatever you're listening to, and you never have to think about it again. Yep. But if you are interested, we do post on Patreon every week, and that's where people are chatting with each other about the episodes, and so we're fun. posting the pictures of the book club and posting the ways there and whatever other fun things we have going on. Okay. okay. We have, a, I, I, we sort of have a choice of cliffhanger. Should I just pick one and go? Sure. Okay. Pick the most cliffhangery one. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Pick, okay. pick the this. one you love. Dear Rana and Brian, proud Carriage House member here writing for advice on navigating a vexing issue with a friend. So we know this person will get the answer. So that's good. That's true. Yeah. Said friend is a former boss. Okay, who became Mm. one of my closest friends. She's someone I've long admired, and although we see each other somewhat infrequently, she's the sort of friend who would drop whatever to be there if I needed her, and that's true in the reverse. It's a low-maintenance friendship, and one I deeply value. The problem is, when we make dinner plans, three out of four times she'll text me the day of and let me know her partner will be joining us. Mm. There's no, would you mind? Instead, it's just a stated fact, a news alert. A couple things to note. Her partner is a prickly and high-maintenance personality who doesn't like a lot of people. I've been told I'm one of the few, few people she, Sam Pink. <laughs> she actually likes and with whom she lets her hair down. I'm flattered, but I also value one-on-one time with my friend. I get a different aversion of her when her partner is at dinner with us. It's not a third-wheel situation, more of a front-row seat to low-grade dysfunction and yeah. tension one. Oh, we've, all, we've all been there. I know I should just when use my When they say, word. tell, oh, oh, tell uh. him, oh... Tell what, why don't you tell him what you did last week? Yep. Oh. Yeah. I know I should yeah. just use my words and just say. Tell us what you think of this. They'd correct. love to play yeah. Judge Judy oh, with you at dinner. Yeah. yeah. As much as I love spending time with, I, I know I should use my words and just say, as much as I love spending time with your partner, Cordelia, 
phone name. I really would love for it to be just you and me more often than it's not. But the thought of doing that makes me want to shave off my eyebrows. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's because at one time she was my boss and that dynamic is forced and encrypted or if it's because I don't want to disappoint her by rejecting Cordelia. I tend to be direct and I don't cower from confrontation, but this yeah. was a tough one. Any advice on how to handle with an elegant touch? Thanks so much. Kiss, kiss, name withheld. I think this is a great question because I think is. people find themselves in this situation all, all the time. The time. I Just wait till it's your in-laws. In yeah. it. Okay. All right. Join us on Patreon for the answer. Patreon.com slash askrana. Sam Pancake. You're just a dream. You are. Also, if you have six hours to kill, just go through his IMDb. He's literally been on every show <laughs> oh, that's yeah. ever existed. If you're looking for things to watch, More go to IMDb Sam Pancake and then watch everything He's on, been on that everything. list. And if his voice is driving you crazy right now, just you'll go to the thing and be like, oh, that guy. That's right. Yeah. And his podcast. Tell Sam your podcast. Yeah, Sam Pancake presents a Monday afternoon movie. We also have a Patreon. You can find it wherever. There it is. Every yeah. Thank lucky you. enough to be in Los Angeles for a real live goal. Golden Girls. Uh, I mean, you do so many September. shows. September. But September's the yeah. next one. Yes, yeah, September. You can't miss it. You should, I mean, the minute the tickets are announced, which will be on your social. All of they, it. I feel like by September we'll be able to be in groups again. This one sitting on front row with yeah. Paget Brewster one night. Oh, yeah. Rana? Well, you know, yeah. Paget and I are very close. Oh, yeah. yeah. When it's was star this? studded. Well, like last Before year. your time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well. She's sure. never no, there without like a famous person. I'm not kidding. Oh, I don't um, doubt it. They love the show. Yeah. They went, I brought Justin Kirk. Yeah. Yes. I brought Padgett. That's great. Yeah. Rhonda, maybe the next time you come, you'll, okay. But we're spending so much time together in Madison. I know, but sometimes there's an empty condo available in my complex and they'll rent it out. So you could just stay in that. And then we'll walk over to the we, it's Silver walkable. Lake show from there. It's walkable. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll think about it. All right. Okay. And I think it's just, I mean, the furniture's fairly, it's all, you know, it's all like whatever. Yeah, I'll take it under consideration. Okay, thanks, Rana. Okay, we can use the pool together and that guy can hit on both of us in his Sondheim Mike's Hard t-shirt. Lemonade. Yeah. yeah, and offer us a Mike's And in his Sondheim t-shirt. There's what? a guy in a Sondheim t-shirt who's 100,000 years old who offers me Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's like, call me by your name while I'm swimming. Lucky, very lucky <laughs> man. All right, all kids, right, Sam. kids. Thank you. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.